Welcome to Chapter 2 of the What Works Best 2020 Update audio paper, produced by the Centre for Education Statistics and Evaluation. In this chapter, you'll hear the evidence behind explicit teaching and the impact explicit teaching practices have on students' learning. Let's begin. Chapter 2. Explicit Teaching. Key Points. Explicit teaching practices involve teachers clearly explaining to students why they are learning something, how it connects to what they already know, what they are expected to do, how to do it, and what it looks like when they have succeeded. Students are given opportunities and time to check their understanding, ask questions and receive clear, effective feedback. Students who experience explicit teaching practices make greater learning gains than students who do not experience these practices. Explicit teaching recognises that learning is a cumulative and systematic process. Explicit teaching helps students develop sophisticated and well-organised ways of thinking, understanding and doing. Why it matters The evidence shows that students who experience explicit teaching practices perform better than students who do not. Explicit teaching can benefit all students, that is, across all year groups and ability levels, when learning new or complex concepts and skills. Explicit teaching reduces the cognitive burden of learning new and complex concepts and skills and helps students develop deep understanding. What the evidence says. The term direct instruction is often used interchangeably with explicit instruction or teaching. When this paper refers to explicit teaching, it refers to the set of teaching practices that Hattie summarises as follows. The teacher decides the learning intentions and success criteria, makes them transparent to the students, demonstrates them by modelling, evaluates if they understand what they have been told by checking for understanding, and retelling them what they have been told by tying it all together with closure. Hattie, 2009. The evidence base for the effectiveness of explicit teaching is extensive and long-standing. For instance, see Stockard et al., 2018. Hattie's 2009 synthesis of four meta-analyses found the average effect size of explicit teaching on student achievement is 0.59. Effect sizes explained. Effect sizes are commonly used when combining findings from independent studies, meta-analysis, as a way of measuring the significance or magnitude of the subject or subjects of study. Hattie identifies an effect size of 0.4 as a threshold or hinge point to indicate what works best. An effect size of 0.4 or higher means that a specific program or intervention being measured shows an above-average beneficial effect on student outcomes. Students have higher achievement when their teachers explain what they will be learning, organise lessons well, and provide guidance and support. Analysis of Tell Them From Me data shows that New South Wales primary school students who say that their teachers tell them what they will be learning at the beginning of lessons and that class lessons are well planned generally have higher average NAPLAN, National Assessment Program Literacy and Numeracy, numeracy scores. For example, students who agreed that their teacher tells them what they will be learning at the start of the lesson 
scored on average 19 NAPLAN score points higher than students who disagreed. The Programme for International Student Assessment, PISA, 2018 data suggests a similar pattern with Australian high school students. Those students who report receiving a variety of explicit teaching practices, especially teacher guidance and support, in their English class have higher reading scores than students who do not report experiencing these practices. Similarly, analysis of New South Wales teacher survey data found that teachers in high-value ad schools were significantly more likely to report using explicit teaching practices, including setting clear learning goals, than teachers in schools that did not show high growth over time. Students in all year groups and of all ability levels can benefit from explicit teaching. Explicit teaching can benefit students across all year groups and ability levels when learning new or complex concepts and skills. Pris Chojan et al. 2004 conducted a meta-analysis on explicit or direct teaching of mathematics and found positive results in 11 of 12 studies across a variety of year groups and student ability levels, not just for students who have special needs or mathematics difficulties. In addition, there is evidence that in the early stages of learning a new topic or skill, gifted learners benefit from explicit teaching practices, such as worked examples, guided support, and well-sequenced learning tasks. Gifted learners also benefit from guided support when completing open-ended and complex tasks. Explicit teaching recognises that learning is a cumulative and systematic process. Explicit teaching acknowledges that student understanding and mastery of concepts and skills builds on their previous understanding of related concepts and skills. As such, Explicit teaching requires a systematic and sequenced approach to what is being taught. For example, evidence shows the advantage of using phonics in teaching reading to children in preschool and the early primary school years. However, it is not just important that phonics is taught, and that it is taught explicitly, but also when it is taught. Children will learn to read most effectively if they are taught phonics at the very start of beginning to read. Explicit teaching supports students towards independent learning. Explicit teaching draws on research about how students effectively take in and retain information, and how they then use that knowledge and understanding to solve problems, pose questions, and synthesize and justify their reasoning. When teaching new or complex concepts and skills, explicit teacher guidance accompanied by practice and feedback can reduce cognitive burden so that students have enough working memory space to learn new content and build connections to prior learning. For example, a recent Australian study of students in years 9 to 11 found that using explicit teaching practices in mathematics during the early stages of learning allowed students to build up the skills and knowledge they needed to then be successful in subsequent guided inquiry-based learning. A challenging aspect of explicit teaching is finding the right balance between teacher guidance and independent practice. McKinsey and Company, 2017, analysed PISA 2015 data and found that while high levels of inquiry-based teaching with little provision of teacher-directed teaching practices resulted in low student science scores, 
students had the highest achievement when they experienced teacher-directed teaching in most or almost all lessons, with inquiry-based teaching practices in some lessons. This finding may reflect that as students' understanding or mastery of a skill or concept increases, there is decreasing benefit from teacher-provided guidance and support. The McKinsey and Company findings may also reflect that once teachers have explained, modelled and guided student practice, students benefit from opportunities to independently practice concepts or skills. For example, a recent American study found that kindergarten students with mathematical difficulties had higher achievement when given three individual practice opportunities for every explicit teacher demonstration of mathematical content, compared with those given fewer individual practice opportunities. The use of formative assessments is critical in explicit teaching. Formative assessment allows teachers to accurately determine students' current level of understanding and decide how much guidance is required. Without formative assessments, teachers may assume that students need much more or much less support and guidance than they actually do. Asking questions is important. The literature supports the use of questioning to support comprehension, problem solving, reasoning, creativity and learning. Asking questions also provides teachers with a way to identify what students already understand so that teachers can build connections to new learning or revise concepts or skills and adjust their level of guidance to meet student needs. Some forms of questions are more effective than others. Craig, 2013, distinguishes between shallow questions that verify existing knowledge and do not take much thought and deep questions which ask learners to build connections between ideas. The What Works Clearinghouse, 2007, reports strong evidence for teachers encouraging students to both ask and answer deep level questions. Implications for schools and teachers. The evidence strongly supports teachers' use of explicit teaching practices, including telling students what they will be learning and being clear about the purpose of tasks, demonstrating or explaining new ideas and checking that students understand, giving time for asking and answering questions, giving specific feedback based on success criteria, systematically delivering skills, concepts and content knowledge in the right sequence to provide the building blocks towards mastery, asking students challenging questions such as why, why not, how, what if, how does X compare to Y, and what is the evidence for X. Assessing and confirming whether students understand what they are learning before progressing. Reviewing learning and explaining how it contributes to related and more complex skills. And providing opportunities for guided and then independent practice as students gain proficiency and understanding of concepts and skills. Consistent use of explicit teaching practices across the whole school supports teachers' use of effective practices. A whole school approach creates a common language around practice, which in turn supports teacher collaboration and strengthens classroom observation practice. This is the end of Chapter 2 of the What Works Best 2020 update. Chapter 3 on effective feedback is now available. To read the full report, 
please visit the CC website at cese.newsouthwales.gov.au. This audio paper was written and produced by the Centre for Education Statistics and Evaluation and is read by Samuel Coles.